Welcome to Five Gravity listeners. We are so excited today to have Natalie Hooray with us. We first met because we are part of the same education program and we met through this awesome Facebook group online. And I loved listening to her story, her adventures. And we're both on a similar path, but we're kind of taking things a little bit differently. And I thought you would love to hear what she's got going on. So we're going to ask Natalie to come on and tell us the events that brought her here, the lessons she's learned, and the things that she's doing to help others to achieve their dreams. So Natalie, welcome. Hey, hey, Juliana. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on today. I'm super excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh my gosh. So tell us a little bit about your uh, exciting adventures that got you to where you're at today. Right. So, um, so if we're going to go back a little bit in time, right, because that's usually where it starts. <laughs> that's, that's usually where we get screw- yeah. screwed up or find our why or our, our muscle or soul and all that stuff. But um, I, I come from a really interesting family. I, uh, in the 80s, uh, my family was huge. My dad took a medal in the Olympics. Uh, my uncles won the largest uh, singing competition in the world. Uh, so, you know, everything was on fire and, and I loved it. Um, I, I have great grandparents, I had great family. There were lots of people around. Uh, but then a few years after that, everything kind of crumbled. Uh, my grandparents got divorced. Uh, the fame destroyed a lot of things. And uh, later on, my own parents divorced. And it put me in a place that I was never going to accept. <laughs> I, I wanted uh-huh. what I once knew and what uh, the family that I once had. And uh, we moved a lot of times. I uh, switched schools probably every two years or so. So I'm grateful for so- wow. social media that helps us to be able to still connect with people, uh, even when we yeah. know, move and so forth. So that helps with the roots. But um, it definitely is something. So So that drive of knowing that things can be done our dreams can be achieved uh you know seeing my father his hard work um you know it's still i i competed with horses for a while it wasn't my passion but i know the work that goes into being an elite athlete and also uh you know with my uncles who really spent years did everything step by step to be able to achieve that big dream and goal that they had and so i come from a place where i've really been able to see people what is needed to to be able to take dreams to reality and actually make things that we think are just on TV or happen to other people that they really can happen. That's incredible. So you weren't born in the States. You came over as a young person? I, I came over actually to go uh, to University of Utah when I was about 18 years old. So I mm-hmm. was born and raised in Sweden. And then, but my aunt uh, married an American. So she was I came over a lot in the summers uh, and, and things like that. So I was well familiar with the culture and, and we learn English also early in school. So. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 That's great. Um, yeah. So, so coming to the States um, felt pretty good for you. And so you decided to stay here then. Yeah. It uh, definitely helped me to, to kind of, uh, I, I say the year after I came over was probably one of the, it was kind of the kickstart to one of the happiest years that I'd had in a long time. Um, I got to just be me and figure out things after kind of the disaster uh, that I was leaving behind in my family. Mm-hmm. So it was a really, mm-hmm. really good time for me to to see that I could make, even at a young age, that who I was and what I wanted to to accomplish. So it was really a great year and a great start off for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, what did you study in Utah? Psychology at first. Oh, psychology. Yeah. But then I do come from a family that's all entrepreneurs. And so, and I, I always said, no, I don't want to take the lead on things, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's funny how that circle of life, you know, just comes around <laughs> And uh, and I realized if I was going to be able to be me uh, and not, you know, I did corporate for a lot of years. I I love that. It's great. I love people. Um, I love making things happen, problem solving. And so I did really well in that. But I I am really it's hard for me with rules. (laughs) And (laughs) and it's hard when people try to pinpoint you to something. And I, I realized that nowadays, right now at this time is a great time for those of us who to, who want to uh, like come out on our own. Um, it's not that mm-hmm. hard to start up your own business today. It's not uh, that hard to be seen. Um, there's a lot of uh, free programs, free apps, like everything possible for you to use. Like if you try to start up a business uh, or a brand or something like that, you know, just 10 years ago, you would need some massive backup financially. But these days... Um, you know, there's a different thing. We can use social media platforms. Um, they can be free and also uh, uh, several other resources that make starting up today very, very different from what it was before. For sure. Yeah, yeah. See, I see a very sort of, um, when I see what you put onto social media, I see a very strong, um, you mentioned leader, you know, taking yeah. the initiative, uh, a warrior type uh, mentality um, and approach to life is yes. that kind of what you're putting out there for people yeah and it's definitely a mentality that I've realized that I have innately um, I've I it sounds you know when I tell my beginning story you know it sounds like that's pretty hunky-dory and how nice that must be for you and there's probably money in the background and you must have had such a great life growing up but that's you scratch a little bit on the surface and it's it's not and it wasn't and it was it was very hard and it affected especially uh my relationships and uh, romantic relationships that I try to have as an adult um and I remember I was in a very abusive relationship and in Sweden you can actually go if you're married to someone you can go to the IRS there and they will print out every information so, for example, if they've been married before, if they have a child or uh, children, uh, so it will come up on that printout that they do. So I, I went and I found an ex-wife and I found a child that I didn't know about. Oh, wow. And she actually lived really close by. And I went and I knocked on her door uh, downstairs. There was an intercom system. And I knocked on the door and I said, you don't know me, but we have someone in common. And her immediate reply was, I have been waiting for you. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And so I went up there and I, I, I didn't have to talk to her much. She had um, dealt with the relationship uh, by writing. She had over 100 pages of writing and I went through some of it. And, uh, you know, obviously it was the same story, very similar. And, and the person that I saw, she was, she was a wreck, even if she had a relationship since many years back. Um, you know, they were getting married and everything was fine in her life today. She still having to talk about it was tremendously tragic for her and very very hard and I thought when I looked at it I said the day when I leave when I can get away this is not my life anymore I'm not giving a single day um, to them you know again and one more thing it's hard for those of you who are strong women out there you probably can recognize that that it's hard when you do need help 
to get the help that you actually are asking for because people don't mm. understand. Um, you know, I asked for help for my family and they would come and because everything seemed fine, my home was clean, my, my children were being fed, you know, everything was kind of looking on the outside, like everything was just fine. They were like, well, um, well we're just going to go home again. Like you don't need us. Right. Um, so it's, it's, so that's another hard thing too. Um, when you have that person. So I realized I need to take my life skills. I need to take my mentality and just empower myself. And that's what I do. Yeah. I found a system where I can empower myself, where I can drive through, where I know how I work. Um, I might have a dip right when something happens, but that's just very short. I mean, we're talking about span of just maybe a few hours and then I'll get yeah. to work. Because if I can empower myself, if I can start acting, the problems go away in one way or another. Yeah, yeah. So you've, you, you've been putting out there that you've got a, a new program. Um, yes. And the purpose of that program, Step Into the Arena 2.0. Yes. About making dreams and other things come true. Yes. Uh, can you give us more about that program? Right. And what your intention is with it? Right. So as you can tell, you know, it's, um, it's inspired. I'm a huge history buff. And I, I love all of those going back to the Greek and the Roman Persian empires and, and all that. But and I always see that picture when I go through trials, I always see that that picture of the warrior, you know, just standing up and getting ready to go again. Um, and then uh, Brene Brown, she did her presentation. She has that special on Netflix also, where she talks yeah. about, yeah, she talks about that quote from 1910 with um, Theodore Roosevelt, the speech that he had. And a part of that is called yeah. The Man. And and I love that quote so much. I think we encounter that so much in our lives, just that we need to see that we're not failing ever, that we're just trying ways, different ways to succeed. And um, yes, yeah. And my program is about learning, taking the steps to learn how to take dreams to reality. Because I said, like I said before, I know that can happen if we only find that right. The thing is, we have to find our real passion. Uh, you know, there can be things mm -hmm. that we are like, for example, when I, I was top 10 in Sweden, everybody rides horses. I was top 10 in Sweden in dressage riding. Uh, but it wasn't I was good at it, obviously, but it wasn't my passion. I, I just, yeah. you know, at the big events or big competitions, if thing, people started to, you know, fight about the judges points and stuff like that, I'm just, I just kind of walked away. Like I was not interested. And <laughs> I, I, I realized I didn't have the drive enough to have that fire for it. And I thought maybe I'm just not a competitive person. I thought maybe that's just the way I am. Uh, but once you find that fire and I realized I am really good at, uh, I am good at inspiring people. And I am good at um, making them see a different way uh, to life. And that's what my program is. It is about um, steps uh, to be able to learn uh, how to succeed. It's about mindset. It's about, um, you know, rituals or, or habits that we have in our life. Uh, it's about realize that you can have balance, but what balance actually looks like. Uh, and, yeah. and then also be able to find your, your actual passion so that you don't feel like you're, and how to think about it. So you don't feel like you're failing just because you try something that you're good at, but it's not really your passion. Or maybe you are really good at something, but you looked at it the wrong way. And so instead you, you, you know, fall out of it. 
uh, again and again, but you get back to it, but you need the tools, you need someone to help you kind of adjust uh, your thinking or the way that you're approaching your passion so that you can actually stick with it and make your dream a reality. So yeah, that's my, what my program I've heard about. a lot of statistics. Yeah, that's amazing. I've heard a lot of statistics about people. I mean, people are so unhappy. You know, yeah. something like 70% of people hate their job. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, 45% of people are on antidepressants. Um, yeah. You know, I hear like one in four people reports being very lonely. Yes. Um, and as people get older, they're lonelier. And so it, it's like, we've, we've lost because we're not connected to ourselves and what our, our, our inner self is saying, Hey, I love hiking, but I don't hike because I don't know anybody who hikes or I love this and that and the other thing, but I'm doing this thing. And I, I'm, I was told I was supposed to do this thing. And I, I, you know, so I'm doing what I was told, but I don't love it. In fact, I hate it. And so is that kind of what you're thinking people, an opportunity for people to, even if it's not a job change, yeah. but it's to find what you love and embrace it and then run forward with, you know, <laughs> with happiness in your heart, because we need more of that. Certainly. Right. No, exactly yeah. that. I, I think even if you're in a job that you don't like, see, there are some components that make it so you might have to make the decision. Okay. I, I, I literally can't stay at this job. But other mm-hmm. times, you know, it's the approach that we do. It's about not realizing that we can actually take power ourselves. For example, you know, um, you might have a job where you feel that you don't have, uh, you know, a, a role that's fulfilling enough. You're not being seen enough. And people don't realize you can actually go to, you know, the level up one or two up from you and say, hey, uh, you know, I, I, I love my job. I really want to be a resource for you guys. Uh, I would love, you know, uh, maybe to work with accountability. Let's talk about some ideas that I have. People actually these days, it's a big shift. People, it's not like before where you sat for 30, 40 years and then you got that watch when you were done. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like employers know that uh, people are not staying at all as long as they did. And it's a huge cost knowing since I've been on that level, I know the cost that turnover of employees and training. That's a lot of money. it is yeah so to an employer so you know to to realize that you can switch things around that you can empower yourself that you can it's like i i love that sentence like if you if there is action involved there's no problem and a lot of times we're just found ourselves like become inactive we don't realize that we can actually create solutions and change our job or our relationship or it doesn't always have to be that you have to break it up, whether it's, you know, uh, your career or it's simply finding tools so that you can empower yourself in the place Mm -hmm. where you are and make changes, mindset change and, and realize steps that you can take. Yeah. And it doesn't require you going back to school to get a master's degree or getting a a degree in something else. To your point, you could be, if you work in a company where you love the company and you like the people you're working with, but the job you're doing is not satisfying. Right. And you can develop a skill set and go into your management and say, Hey, I can be an asset here. Yeah. Can I, you know, you're right. I mean, employers are definitely looking for problem solvers. They're looking yes. for people who are motivated and inspired and interested uh, to do the job, not just I'm going to show in and I'm going to punch my time clock and do my thing. You know? okay. 
Right. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. So, but on both sides, you know, a much happier yep. people, much happier employers. So that's, yeah. that sounds like an amazing program. Um, what kinds of components are in the program? Can you tell a bit more about it? Yeah. So the first, it's a one-on-one coaching. And at first, you know, it takes a little while, but we first have a, uh, it's called, a, I call it a discover call. We talk about where you're at now a bit about your vision and goals that you might have or even if you don't have any you know kind of what it is that frustrates you in life and why we are talking why are you interested in you know having me as your coach or guide um uh, you know and so we talk about that first and um and then you know I send over some homework because I want to get to know the reason why I want to do this is because in the corporate job as I worked with problem solving it, it was great, but it wasn't, I, I like, I realized that I love it so much seeing people transform and step into their, their right place, both like inside and out that I want to do this one-on-one coaching uh, for now. Uh, and just be able to see people, you know, get that aha moment to be able to take, uh, you know, strategic steps to change their, their life, to change their, um, the way that they, you know, that they look at themselves uh, and, and also be able to, you know, talk about their dreams and, and realize that you can actually, uh, you know, you can actually go for them. So that's what I do. Uh, you know, the first couple of calls we go through where you're at, um, you know, what, what you want to achieve, uh, what's lacking in your life, why you want to do this program. And then after that, we formulate uh, steps to take to be able to make that uh, a reality, to create that reality. So it can be uh, you want to change and you want to start up your own company. And then we, we talk about the things that are needed for that, the components for that and the channels that needs to be set up. Or it can be someone who, uh, you know, needs to just change your mindset. And then we talk about and we implement, uh, you know, steps for success. So a couple of steps that you, you need to take and habits that you need to change to to feel like you are in control of your life because that was a thing that that's a, that's actually you know people have like oh I have my kids and I do my kids are a big why and so forth but really I my growing up was so out of control uh you know with the moving all the time with relationships changing so much without having a say with so many different things happening and that's really my why I want to have control in my life I don't want to feel like I'm free floating I I want to feel happy I want to find have balance in my life. And I want other people to see that that's possible as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Out of control. And the beautiful part about the idea of having a coach is coaches are about teaching you new things and holding you accountable to your growth. Right. Uh, I mean, how many times do we buy a book and we read two chapters and we're like, this is too hard. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. It's too hard. I can't yeah. do this. You know, yeah. it's too different from what I'm used to. And I also love that coaches are about giving you new ideas. Yes. Um, you know, ways to think about things that you hadn't. Um, and so when you're open to all of that, some of that comes in and you go, Ooh, Oh, I hadn't really thought about that. That's yeah. really fascinating. And yeah. that shift, that one little like pivot of perception can yeah. make all the difference. Yeah, for sure. And, and I Absolutely. think, and as a coach, like for me, you have to realize what that is. It's, uh, I love it. It's, it's a, uh, it's called you're too close to your own genius. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So a lot of times we don't realize. And as a coach too, you, 
So I had to go through the process of, uh, so I'm grateful for my psychology background, but also, you know, life exit, but I had to learn how to extract that and realize that that is something that can be of great help in actual life for other people. And the same for those that come to me, um, for them to see that, you know, they already have tools. They just need to know how to extract it to be able to Mm -hmm. take the steps. Yeah, I've heard the reference either, you know, you're too close to the tree to see the forest. That's one. (laughs) (laughs) Or the other one I like is like, (laughs) life is so suction cupped onto your face (laughs) that you can't see any other options. (laughs) But that's my favorite one. And so it's super cool because once you have someone like, you know, like you who can take the help you take the suction cup off and go, okay, (laughs) this is a huge world. There are so many opportunities and options available to you. It's almost unlimited. Let's narrow this down to what's in your heart. What's what, what drive, like get you out of bed in the morning and what do you love to do? And what did you do as a child that fired you up and you don't do it today? And you know, all those pieces of it to get them like excited about life again. Right. Yeah, for sure. And and I I love that light. And then just to, to have people see because we all everyone is unique and I know it's cliche but we all are born so it's so strongly innately in us that we need to exist to have a purpose and that's why people get depressed because they you know you hear the saying oh I was so busy all day but I didn't feel like I did anything that's not good for our psyche that we Uh however small or big that is we need to see things that we do as having a function that we matter it's so strong in us Uh, well and i'm sorry i don't mean to interrupt let me throw let me add something really interesting because i've been studying this a lot lately i come i come at it as a naturopath so i come at it as like a uh, from a little bit from the biochemical standpoint you know how does food and whatever impact our health so we talk about that say in, in the case of depression yeah But it's been really fascinating to study the biochemical impact of stress and emotions and how, you know, when we're at work all day and we're bored, angry, frustrated, irritated, you pick your whatever, disappointed, (laughs) you pick your emotion. There is this biochemical cascade that happens Mm -hmm. through all of our cells that over time will shift your DNA. So we talk about depression being a biochemical imbalance. We don't talk about what creates a biochemical imbalance. So when you're spending all, you're spending eight, 10 hours a day in an environment or in a job or in a place or what with people that don't love you, support you, grow you, help you be yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does turn into a biochemical imbalance. But the beautiful part is with the help of a coach like you, who can say, okay, let's take a, let's dig into who you are and what you love and all the things you want to do. And let's extract this amazingly powerful, incredible, unique, only you, you're the only one on the planet. Yeah. Then a lot of that biochemical imbalance starts to even itself out. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I'm very psychosomatic. I don't, uh, I don't get into depressions really. uh, I think so. But I know when I'm stressed, because I will yeah. get, um, you know, I will get tremendous pain uh, in my neck or I will have hives coming out uh, that mm-hmm. won't leave and that I have to treat with antihistamines and, and whatnot. So I, I know how that the body and being in psychology, you know, some people are like, oh, oh, this just came up. Like, you know, everybody's talking about this with coaches and so forth. 
but there's a reason why this hasn't been talked about before because there was a shift in the 70s to and going back to you know in the middle ages again my history about but in the middle ages there was the only talk about that everything that happened to you to your body that was because you were a bad person and you were a sinner but before right. that yeah before that uh and, and so after that it completely like the after the middle ages people were like we don't want to hear anything about that we don't want to hear about anything that affects the body except for what's happening right to it so yeah. you, go, you would go to a doctor and they would just treat you right there they would barely touch you they would like oh you're in pain here's a here's a little medicine for you right yeah yeah so in the 70s we started going back to what they did back in the antiques like in greece and, and rome we we're going back to realizing that we have to realize today with like you said with the bad diet and stuff especially in the u.s um yeah you know that the body and mind are so interconnected so yeah. so interconnected um uh, like you talked about loneliness before they estimate they, they there's been studies about this because it's becoming such a problem but loneliness is as bad for you as smoking 15 cigarettes a day yeah it's so that's amazing isn't it yeah, yeah incredible so that's why this coaching is such an in time, right? It's not like it's just someone came up, but it's just we as a society, as civilizations have started to switch our thinking into realizing that, you know, it, the mind and body goes together and we have to work at all parts to make one person. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. And we have to seek truth and we have to seek happiness. Yes. And we have to seek who we are. Uh, in order to maximize our own vitality and live, live this amazing, like every single day is a huge opportunity for something new and exciting. Yes. Even if it's little things, yeah, (laughs) it can be be little tiny things, but you look at it and you go, Oh my gosh, that was so awesome. I just loved having that moment. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think the more that we find that the thing is too, it's like magic. The more that we get like totally, you know, (laughs) we totally get partied out. Or like just little things and I think get psyched out on that or grateful or whatever. It just snowballs. Like we it gets easier to find them. And that's the trick really to just find daily happiness is you know, to be able to to see those things like, oh my gosh, like that person showed up on time. Like I'm so yes. stoked. You know, just yes. like little things or or this like letter you were waiting for or your car, like you got the brakes changed and it's like, ah, now you can go on your trip. I mean Right. It's just, instead of looking at backwards all the time, um, because some we have to realize life is going to happen to us. So we have to make a choice. Are we going to see it as black tar coming at us or are we going to try and shift it to find, you know, the things to be stoked about or grateful? Yeah, I think that's where the we have to find magic. I, 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 I you know, yeah. people are like, oh, my gosh, it's like sand. And I'm like, believe in magic. Do it trust yeah. me it, it's so good for your spirits like you know all these great stories about happy ending believe in them if yes. you shoot full of stars at least you'll hit the trees but we, we yeah. it's better than the alternative right yeah mm-hmm. and if you if you've ever studied dr bruce lipton the biology of belief it, it, you know it's the placebo nocebo effect right yeah. if you're if you're convinced you're going to get sick and die in six months, they have documented cases of people who weren't even sick who died within six months. And so the, the power of our belief system to the opposite, they've done, you know, in studies of say antidepressants where they give a placebo versus the medication, 
the people, there was like a 40%, 45% improvement among the placebo group, which exceeded the improvement in the pharmaceutical group. That is and all they got was a sugar pill, but they yeah. believed they were getting better. They yeah. believed in the, and so their own internal thought process rewired the biochemistry and yeah. the, the days got brighter and they were happier and they got to love life more. That's crazy, isn't it? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And, yeah, I, and that's I think, been across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, again, that's why it's so important that we, I, I, it's not fluff talk. We have to realize that it's a real thing. And I see that. So I've been so interested just in affirmations, uh, you know, that we tell people, oh, that's so new age. Uh, trust me, it's not new age. It actually, It's works. not. No. And they're doing studies on it. And it's especially easy to do studies uh, on athletes to see how it works. And, you know, in the studies where they had affirm, it has to be very specific. It can't just be like, I'm awesome. That, that doesn't, I mean, that's great, but <laughs> right. it should be more specific. And they did, yeah. uh, in the studies, for example, they did with athletes and they did very specific affirmations. They scored the goals when they went for, I mean, their whole, like, a shift in their focus and their goal setting, like actual, like, you know, setting the basket, uh, ball in the basketball yeah. and things like that. It actually changed, like, their performance. So, yeah. It, yeah. So, so important. It's very, very interesting. And we live today in a world where it's so busy and, and just, uh, just onslaught of so many different uh, people need to learn right. how to like kind of weed it out. And my mom says, Oh, well, that's just the way things are. Like my family's very spread out. And I said, I don't want that life. I want a family. I want, you know, meeting together for holidays. I want my kids to have that kind of family that I had when I was little. Uh, yeah. And, 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 to give that. and she's like, well, that's not how it is anymore. And I said, I don't believe that. I can create yeah. whatever I want. Right. And I want that. And yeah. and we need to believe that. Just as we have been able I, I think we kind of just tried something new with our technology and we just like, oh, this is awesome. And in the fifties they thought we would work only, you know, part time and we'd have so much time. <laughs> Nothing turned out that way. And I think <laughs> right? yeah, it got so much worse and we're so stressed out. We're so lonely. I mean, nothing happened the way that they predicted back then. <laughs> and, and so I think we need to take a really conscious look and realize it's time to change crazy. This didn't yeah. work. It didn't work. And it's time to change. And this is how like, we need to find help to do it or realize we can. And the change starts with an individual. Yes. And that's the cool yeah. part. It's that easy. And nothing changes till you make that decision. Like you can, you know, for the people that are listening to this who are like, I don't know, you know, <sighs> gosh, whatever. I'm not sure I can do this. The whole idea is that the change starts when you make the decision that you want something different. You want a different choice or a better choice or however you want to look at it. And then you make the phone call. Yeah. And you get started. Or because in it my won't case, change you, until you, you do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in your case, you stepped on the plane. You were like, I'm done with this new life. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's uh, like in my case, uh, you know, the last change I had to, or that big one, I, you know, that was the only way to get away. And in Sweden, for example, we don't have any housing. It's not like you can do here. And you're like, which apartment or which house am I going to rent? Or, I mean, I I left, I had a house, but due to circumstances, like I was, yeah. Uh, and that's another story but anyway so I Mm. for me to be able to get away I had to literally get on a plane with my my small girls and just get away that was the only way that I could do it wow but you said I'm not I'm not accepting this anymore I'm doing something different yeah no 
And and yeah. I think that's and I think we realize have to realize no matter the situation that we're in that we can power ourselves to yes. be able to and and ask for help. Yes. If, and and if you're not getting the help, a lot of times our family doesn't quite understand us or it can be other <laughs> but you know so ask people that actually are going to help you and I, I realized that when that that you know about 10 years ago I realized there are people that can help me I just have to ask the right people and ask them and yes. and, and you know that's why we're all here stop being an island stop acting like you have to do everything alone because you can't and you're not supposed to we're supposed to be right. here to do good, to lift each other. And so give other people yes. the opportunity to do that. The purpose of community. Yes. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I was changing my lifestyle and I said, okay, this is not working. Something new needs to happen. You can't go to the same people who are doing what they're, you know, what you were doing and expect a different result. So yeah, you got to <laughs> yeah. find people yeah. that are, that, that have a whole different mindset. It was interesting because when I, I sort of had this unconscious belief that there was something better, I knew it. I was fine. I was seeking it. It was brought to me. Naturopathy was brought to me and I started talking to other naturopaths and I was like, Oh, <gasps> These are my people. Yes. They get awesome it. awesome feeling. <laughs> they get it. They know the body can heal itself. They know that this works. They know that that works. And they're on a whole different path. And I want to be on that path. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Like, yeah. It's like me. You know, people say, oh, social media is so bad. Like, who do you have on your social media? Take them <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. That's why we have the unfollow button. <laughs> exactly if you if you can't take them out completely or block them because they're like too close and then be upset yeah just do unfollow and and also you know that's what I did like I literally went out because I when I wanted to make when I realized what my passion was and I wanted to be and I realized I could be find a tribe for it and I could be surrounded by that all the time that's exactly yeah. what I did I went on social yeah. media and I picked people that that's the only time my friend requested I literally built the people around me that I wanted yes. to have around me. I don't have anyone in my flow that takes pictures of their food or, you know, that talks about how awful everybody is or, yep. you know, everything in my feed is uplifting, inspiring. It talks yep. about how we can turn, you know, our challenges into, uh, you know, better things. And I, it's like a whole new world. And you can create that and you can do that in real life too. You, you, you have to come to a point in your life when you realize that you can choose who you want yeah. to be around and have around you. And you need to make that choice. And it's fine. Yes. And, yes. And, if, and if it's family, that's okay too. But you, because you can't always avoid them. But just, then you just kind of spend, you're more courteous with them instead. You spend less active time with them. Yeah. And those yeah, sometimes you get, yeah. Sometimes you got to make that social circle a dot. Yeah. And then rebuild it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like I had one of my friends, she's like, is, is it just me? Or like, do you just have less friends when you get older? I'm like, no, because you, you don't need to feel like you need to fit in anymore. Like you don't have, like I had a posse of like 25 people and we were crazy. We did all sorts of stuff. It was super fun. But I want, you know, now that I'm older, I don't have time for that. Like I have yeah. stuff to do. And so I right? get people around me. Yeah. That, that, you know, kind of, you know, that either, ins like my friends that I have, my closest ones are not kind of people like, yes, you're awesome. Yes. Whatever you say. I have friends that challenge me, that tell yeah. me if I'm doing something that I should think differently about, or, you know, they, and then I can, but they let me take that and then choose my way. And those are yeah. the best kind of friends. They give you the energy yes. that you need. They inspire you. 
they lift you they're always there uh, but they yep. also let you be you yes yes which is why i'm glad we're connected yes i know <laughs> so that's what i'm saying that's why i'm so grateful that you're in in my network you're literally there for a reason because you're just awesome and i i love you know having you around you uh, too husband. i love to see what you put up there I mean, I just, I see it like your, your images are so powerful and just on point. Like I, I people cannot look at that and go, Ooh, she's kind of not going to help me be very strong. No, there's so much strength there. And women can be strong and powerful yes. and beautiful and feminine yes. and loving and compassionate and driven and get things done. We can all do that. Yeah. Every one of us. Yeah. From where, you know, and, but you got to, you, you sometimes have to rewire some things. <laughs> yes. And, and yeah, and sometimes we get stuck in things or we, we just, you know, we, we kind of like, I've supported like my husband for years and he went to school and did all that stuff. And, but I, and, you know, I tell people, we just have a little, it's just a funny example, but you know how, you know, people, they, they have babies and they get the diaper bag and all this stuff, right? And they totally just get lost in the whole parenting thing. And I, I always say, I'm, I'm still me. I still yep. have my purse. Like, I don't need a baby bag. Like, the diapers and my piece and little bottle fits in my purse. Like, I'm good. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, I think, you know, we all carry different roles, but I, I think it's important. I talked about that in one of my lives that, we need to really, especially as we get older, we need to really see what's our core so that we don't yeah. feel lost and we don't follow all the shiny things or we don't, um, you know, pick one of our roles in life, but that we always can know what our foundation is. It makes it much easier yeah. for us. Absolutely. Absolutely spot on. Well, that's amazing. Um, I think this is a great place to wrap up. How do, how do people find you, Natalie? So I'm, hey, I'm unique, right? <laughs> so the, <laughs> I'm on all social media platforms except for Twitter uh, right now. And you can find me under, uh, and also my website. It's natalieharay.com. Um, so I'm mostly active on Facebook, I'll tell you that. But um, it's uh, N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E. And then my last name is H-E-R-R-E-Y. You can add a .com to that or find me on any social media uh, under that name and I'll be the only one. And I will be super happy to, to invite you into my tribe and see if, if um, you know, I can, I can help you in any way that, I, that is possible. That's awesome. Uh, and can they find out about your coaching program on your website and on Facebook and stuff? They can. I'm actually putting it up on Facebook on Thursday. Um, that's when awesome. I'm officially releasing the program. So yeah, I'm super excited. So <laughs> if you want to take a pass by my, my Facebook, my posts are public. Um, so I can see them. Yes. Um, check out the program. I would love for you to join. And actually the first two ones that join, I'm doing pro bono. Oh yes. So exciting. Yes. Yeah, so go on to my Facebook, look for, uh, on Thursday when I release. So that's tomorrow. Uh, when tomorrow I release morning. the actual program, uh, look for okay. it. And the first two ones, they get it pro bono. Sweet. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how generous of you. No, thank you so much for having me on today. Awesome. Oh, it is absolutely my pleasure. And um, thank you, Natalie, for taking the time to talk to everybody. And I look forward to us talking again. I know we've got some great stuff we can share with people. Yes, for sure. Awesome. Let's change the world and dreams. Absolutely. Let's launch people's dreams. Yes. Sounds great. Yes. Awesome. Well, you have a fantastic day. You we'll too. talk to you soon. Uh, All right. Bye. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for tuning in for the Defy Gravity podcast. We are thrilled to have you as part of our family. We're going to ask you to follow this podcast, to share it with your friends and family. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all the places. Come see us in person. We'll be doing masterminds and classes and online courses, bringing you education, empowerment, and freedom so you can spread your wings and defy gravity.